I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. This one was fun. It was throwback. It was, um, I'd never seen this before. Had heard of it, but, uh, definitely blew my mind. I remember seeing this one, and I was probably like five or six or something. The special effects held up pretty good, I thought. Not bad. Yeah, Yeah. not bad for a B movie. Because they were practical. Yeah. I mean, it's what I mean. It's one of a very expensive film, about a hundred and ten grand or something. Although you say the special effects, watch the movie very closely because you could see certain fingerprints on the blob itself. Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't meant for HD. Oh, you right. think if we wouldn't watch it in HD, we probably wouldn't have noticed that? It wasn't HD. Yeah, but had it not been, oh, if we if it hadn't been, probably possible. Yeah. yeah. Nineteen fifty-eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe this was a. Uh, one of Steve McQueen's first movies that he was in. Oh. He, uh, his last um, film credit credit as uh, Stephen McQueen. It just skin Stephen. It was right after this that um, I think it was an executive of the uh, show um, uh, Wanted Dead or Alive about a, um, either same year or year after saw the r- a rough cut of this and that's how Steve McQueen ended up getting his role for it was a famous show back, back then. It was on for I don't know, about five years or something. What was that called? Uh, wanted Dead or Alive. It was a oh, Western yeah. show. Okay. Yeah, this one, it was just, I don't really know how they came up with it. I mean, it's a, you know, one of those double features. If we yeah. sound a little distracted, there's a moth in the room. <laughs> and we're going to bring it to its knees. We're trying to take it down like Godzilla did to Mothra. I have a fun question. So, with it being, like, in the movie, like, when you're watching the movie, it showed them being in a theater watching it. And I was thinking it was going to be like a drive-in kind of. Oh, yeah, this I, this movie was a drive-in movie, I believe. This is like a quintessential drive-in movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is great. This was originally called uh, the Molten Meteor, which the uh, producers ended up changing it because um, one of the screenwriters called the uh, the monster the blob. So they just ended up changing it to that because it was obviously more simple. Sounds like a stupid idea about this um, blob that just devours people. Right. What but if you really think about it, it's just like, Wow, I mean, you can't Call get it. any more simple and more original than that. What other names could we have come up with? The Glob, G-L-O-B. But that was like Glob. a, I think apparently like a cartoon, not a cartoon, but like a comic book character or something. Silicone. Yeah, I don't remember. Flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Flaccid. what, that's that is <laughs> what the uh, Blob was made out of, it was red-dyed silicone. Other than that, don't really know how they did the special effects. They could have this. called it breast enhancement surgery gone wrong. Yes, I, w- I wish it was that. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, Steve McQueen was only paid uh, three thousand bucks for this, and about ten percent of the uh, profit of this film, and ended up being a huge success for a B movie like this. Yeah. Any awards? Uh, nope. It was actually filmed in uh, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. So a lot of the stuff you see in this is filmed in this town. So we start off with uh, opening credits playing under a song by Burt Bacharach called Beware of the Blob. This was sung by um, 
the five blobs. I've never even heard of them. The five blobs. <laughs> I've, I've never even heard of them. I, I guess it's a band that wouldn't really around that long. All I know is this song's going on my playlist. Yes. I wonder what their album. So their album or the movie's The Blob. The band is called The Five Blobs. I'm wondering if that album was actually called The Blob. Maybe. Like Bad Company. That's what they did. On the album Bad Company. Yeah. Oh. By Bad Company. Yes. Yeah, this was actually this was actually like a nationwide hit song. Wow. It ended Not up surprising. being uh, at number 33 on Billboard chart November of that same year. Wow. That's awesome. So. so we open on um, Steve McQueen macking on his lady. Straight necking her. Lover's Lane. Steve McQueen plays Steve Andrews and his lady love is... Uh, Jane Martin, played by Annetta Corset. Ready for this? Yep. Helen Crump on the El- Andy Griffith show. Yep. Yes. It's that is a young Helen Crump. Wow. Huh. I should watch that show more. Not teenager Steve McQueen. Yeah, I was going to say he had yeah. to be like in his thirties. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was seventeen. He was in his he was in his late twenties. Yeah. Okay. Because um, she's uncomfortable. When isn't she uncomfortable in this is. movie? <laughs> yes. I how fe- can you be uncomfortable with Steve McQueen? I wouldn't be uncomfortable yeah. around Steve McQueen. Well, he's a good-looking guy. It depends on the time. Didn't you I say got you lost in his eyes four times watching this. Yep. Didn't you say at first you thought it was two <laughs> yeah. dudes making out? Yes. All right. When, when it first when it first brings everything into focus, you see two people kissing. The first head you see is obviously uh, Steve McQueen's, but you don't know that because you know you don't see his face yet. But right. the next head behind him, which he's kissing. It's hers, but the way the hair is set, it looks like it's two dudes kissing. <laughs> so I was like, huh, this movie was ahead of its That would time. not have gone over well in the 50s. No. <laughs> what are you doing no. out there? He's talking about the stars. He likes to drive up here because he can see the stars better. Lo and behold, a meteorite comes shooting through the air and lands near them. So he says, let's go check it out. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah. We then no. cut to a cabin in the middle of the woods, apparently very close to where the meteorite landed. Um, an old man, just credited as old man. Yep. He was in the movie Them. He the, was? With the giant ants. Yeah. I didn't know he was in the yep. I think you're lying. Okay. I'm looking up right now. Wikipedia doesn't lie. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wikipedia can be edited by anybody. Especially if they're drunk. Right. Yep. There it is. Never mind. Verified? Yep. Okay. That's close enough. Olin Howland. His last film credit. Died about a year after this came out. Does oh, it he say went on a high death? note. Was it assimilation from a space amoeba? Right. Yes. yes. And what do you know it was? Wow. <laughs> um, so it. the old man, uh, he, he takes a lantern, goes out into the woods, leaves his dog in the cabin, um, finds a glowing hole with an, looks like the pot off the movie Alien. Yeah, it did. It's John Toll's favorite kind. I thought it was the space peanut off of Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's staring at it and he keeps going, huh, huh. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, gets a stick and starts poking pokes at it. at it. It breaks open and there's some slime, gooey substance inside. So he scoops it up with the stick and as it works its way down the stick, okay. he stares at it for way too long. Right. And I'm like, this part. This part actually scared the crap out of me. Who I does that? This. Yeah. It slides down the stick and attaches itself <laughs> to his hand, and he can't get it off. So he starts screaming and then runs. As most in, people would runs right. out into the street in front of Steve and Jane's car. They don't hit him, uh, but they get out and check on him. He's moaning and John yelling. said he would have hit him. Oh, I totally would have ran him over. <laughs> Not like out of like being evil or mean just or because anything. Because it scared you. Yeah, like yeah. It, like I would have literally just, just drilled him. Yes. <laughs> Fight or flight. Drive. Time has come, old man. But 
you're in a car, you don't want to damage it. You you would at least hit the brakes, right? No, no, I, you're I, just cool. I, he will. He would. He would have gotten gotten hit. He should not have been there. Most people that like to live stay on the side of the road, unless they're looking for help. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about. <laughs> oh that. yeah, I forgot I, about that. Yeah, I would have hit him. <laughs> so Steve McQueen. Being not John Tell, offers to help the man, puts him in the back of the car, um, and is driving him to the doctor. So we See, get- we're not even doing that. Not even doing that. There's no way. All right, you've already run out onto the road, distracted me and my date, because I could have been doing something else, but <laughs> now I'm helping you out. And now I have this nice leather interior. You're not going to just go ahead and put, no, it's not happening. I'll let you like. Will you I'll, call somebody at least? I might think about calling somebody. I'm probably <laughs> oh, gonna- that's right. That old man had that. No, but, no. But, 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 now, but now, wait a minute. No cell phones. Right. Would he still just call somebody? You have to go to a payphone? Yeah. It's, we're on Lover's Lane. I'm guessing I'll be back around there at some point the next day. Maybe. The next day? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Lover's Lane. You can't be there too long. Yeah, speaking of which, is there actually like a thing called Lover's Lane? I don't know. But it's. I, I think it's just kind of a nickname for areas. I had yeah. a few spots that I used to call Lover's Lane, but it wasn't. Hey, I'm sure there is actually roads or little driveway. places that are called Lover's Highway Lane. underpass. Okay. But for the most part, it's usually just areas that people so designate my, as Lover's Lane. Okay. For good reason. So my parents' driveway doesn't count. No. Oh, well, okay. Depends on what you sure. did there, John. I, I, I was kidding. Back alley dumpster <laughs> wow. does not constitute a Lover's Lane. Back alley <laughs> dumpster is fine. I mean, I'm sure to some people it is. It depends on where the gal's from. Because... A driveway to her could be a lane. To me, it's a driveway. This is true. It's just, she came from a poor country. Lover's uh, back alley dumpster. Uh, <laughs> was um, this the lover's lane for hobos then? Yes. Okay. S- skid Row. What was it? What was it called a uh, soup kitchen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that is all kinds of names. Dirty yeah, Mike and thanks, the boys. Peter. So Dr. Hallen, played by Stephen Chase, he's in, he's he in were, several... Horror movies. Yeah, he is. Upper roles. Yeah. He's in Alfred Hitchcock Presents. At least a couple episodes of that. He also kind of looked like a... What's the guy? I'll hit you with my ring hand. Oh. Gregory Peck. Yeah, Gregory Peck. Maybe it's Maybe it's hair. Yeah. All right. So, Alfred Hitchcock had a show before Twilight Zone. Not that that was his show, but was his show kind of like that? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what I was figuring. I digress. So they get there just in time. He's getting ready to close his doors. Uh, he agree. He says, uh, let's take a look. I was, I thought he'd say, nope, sorry, boys. I'm closed for the night. Yep. Have to wait till the morning. Yep. Now he was going to be gone, though. Yeah, he's going uh, to be gone. I'll be door. back Monday. Yeah. You always leave out of your back door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He looks at it. It's covered up with a coat. The, the old man's hand. When they pull the coat off, it's gotten bigger. It's worked its way up his arm. Yeah. Goo! <laughs> Good grief, guy! The old man is uh, in quite a bit of pain, so Dr. Hallen gives him a shot for the pain, and he tells Steve to go back out where you found the man, see if you can find anybody that knows what happened. I wonder what Because obviously did. they have no idea what this is. What medicine? Did it like say what he prescribed to him? Like a painkiller? Steroids. Oh. Yeah. Which then the blob? He, ex- he accidentally ate. put it in the blob. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that accelerated the process. He's a mad doctor. Yeah. He asked uh, Steve and Jane if they knew who he was. How where where did he come from? And so they didn't know him other than from the roadway. At that point, when he was loading that syringe and asking that question, I thought he was about to put the guy out of his misery. <laughs> I kid you not. I was like, 
hacks oh. his arm off so at you, the elbow. You guys go out and, and turn the light off. I, I, I don't want to be disturbed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's all like, you're going in the freezer. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. They hear a gunshot. Like, they should have put him in the freezer. Right. They'd have figured this out that's, a lot faster true. than they did. Yep. It's like, you don't know him. She doesn't know him. Cool. Yep. I need a new cadaver anyway. Yep. I'll be home soon, honey. I got to kill another drifter. Yep. <laughs> the 1950s Jeffrey Dahmer. Do you know how much a kidney goes for a kid? That's what I would have sent to Steve to try to justify why I'm murdering this guy. It's worth more than your car. <laughs> Which is bitching. <laughs> Not to dubs. Th- that, that, was, that was the time. That was the lingo that they used. Bitching. Yeah. Gotcha. American graffiti. Yep. That's true. Uh, he goes back out to his car and his friends Tony, Mooch, and Al are standing around the car. Those are some 50s names yeah. right there. How do you get the Mooch. nickname Mooch? Uh, either You're just always borrowing stuff? I don't know. Is Mooch the guy that kept his hands all over his other friends? I'm, I'm assuming He so. was one of those two. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I don't know. They're close. Yeah. The yeah. 50s, I mean. They had to keep it on the DL. It was like they really wanted to go get to a movie, and no one mentioned anything about me. Well, the one guy mentioned something about unprotected girls, but yeah, that, that'd be coming what up. What is that about? <laughs> that'd be coming up. We see him later. So this is kind of this is such a deviation from the plot, but they they want to race. So yeah. Steve agrees. It's like, did you forget that there's kind of an emergency here that you're supposed to be checking on? He says my car could beat yours backwards. So he says, okay, I'll race you, but let's do it like you said. Let's race backwards. It's dumb. Yep. I don't really get it. Like he he tricks him into backing past a stoplight. It's because it's Steve McQueen, man. So the light is red. Yeah, you can't have a Steve McQueen movie without a hot rod race. Yep. I think he literally did some of this stuff in real life. Yeah, Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he was crazy. He was. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Anyway, five O shows up. Yep. I think that was. <laughs> I think that was the way to introduce the police officers. Yeah. Oh so my was. god. This is Dave. <laughs> Dave's. He has a kind of weird interaction here. He, Steve and he know each other. It's uh, the, the whole point of this is just to show that the police, Dave, the police chief, is pretty cool. He's not right. getting Steve in trouble, and Steve knows who he is. So I, they kind of take a long time to explain all of that. There's just not a lot of plot here. I guess that was my biggest problem with the movie. It was like they, they drug certain things out yeah. a whole lot, and yeah. it still didn't even hit. There isn't a lot of plot in this movie. It's just, yeah. it's just a lot of filler. I mean, right. it, and, and they had to, but I mean, this could have easily been like yeah. an hour and 10 minute movie. Oh, yeah. He was like, hey, Ed, why are you driving that way? How was I driving, sir? I don't know. You're driving differently. Oh, I was on the wrong side of the road. See? Yeah, and yeah, his, you were. Now, then you're driving backwards. Like, oh. And his, his, his I pants, was? Yeah. Yes, you were. Yeah. His pants were up to <laughs> the nipples. <laughs> Just like Edward G. Robinson there. Yes, that's what I was trying to do. You're driving backwards. See? You're on the wrong side of the road. See? <laughs> you see this badge right here? I'm a copper. See? The fuzz. <laughs> I like police, though. So he invites, uh, Steve ends up meeting back up with his friends and he invites them to go out to Old North Road with him and Jane to check out the uh, spot where they found the old man. See, now that his, sounds like a place that you go necking. Yeah, Old his, North Road. His yeah. girlfriend is getting propositioned quite a bit in this movie. Yes, she is. Oh, several times. Yeah. It was the 50s. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I guess it was okay then. They, they initially hesitate to go with them because they're getting ready to go to a theater to see, we're ready for this. A midnight spook bit. Yep. With no girlfriends. <laughs> they're going to meet up yeah, with some gonna, ladies when they get there. They're going to meet up with the unprotected ladies. There. Yeah. <laughs> Caught that line. A midnight spook bit. I'm going to start calling our movies midnight spook bits. Ooh. I like that. Kind of has a bit of a jazz to it. Spooky. So I don't even know how we're, we'd have to change out the intro and our exit. We could just do... We, 
Very superstitions. Writing on the wall. We can't do that because we're going to get sued. Copyrighted. Come and watch Scared Smithless. Stevie Wonder's going to have a field day with us in Listen court. Listen to <laughs> I guarantee you he does not know what we look like. He'll end up with the shirt off of John Tell's back. You are right. <laughs> Joke's on him. I have no clothes. So back to the doctor's office. The old man's getting worse. Uh, Dr. Hallen's making calls. He says there's some kind of parasite assimilating his flesh. He looks back into the room and the, under the blanket is moving. Yeah, that's not that's not good. No. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what was going on in that scene. Yeah. He tells his nurse that he needs her to come back to the office. Says he, he may have to amputate the arm. I would have just... Yeah, Where I'm, is Kurt Russell and his flamethrower when you need yes. it? Yes. Well, as we find out, fire didn't really work. No, it yeah. didn't. But this is the second parasite that we've covered. Acid. Isn't this the second parasite that we've covered as far as... Are you considering the thing a yeah, parasite? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Who knows? Yeah, but, yeah, but it turned into like every everything it touched, though. The, the thing doesn't do that. But the thing could be like I consider Shelley Duvall a parasite. So this the, would yep. be. Or I'm sorry, the grown up version of the blob. Did you? That, that was actually Excellent. a very good point that Tyler just made, Craig. Yeah. Did you could be him? evolving. Yep. Wait, you did hear it. Yeah. And you're just ignoring it. No, I heard him. Oh, well, you're not going to address yeah. it. Yeah. No. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Craig's <laughs> weird Hollywood crush on Shelley Duvall. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Okay. Did I get that? Sorry. Did I ever do that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just Hang because on. you did a halfway decent job in Popeye. Decent. Just because. Mean. Just because she's not the most attractive person in the world doesn't mean she deserves hate. That's exactly what it means. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of what that, this is a that. side rant. You ready for this? Okay. The other day, Sarah and I were watching Storage Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Where they bid on storage units, and then you get what's inside. Somebody had. In their storage unit, Shelly Duvall's shoes from Popeye with a certificate of authenticity. How much yeah. did, did I bet they, they go smelled like death. <laughs> yeah. um, it was. Uh, did they go for a lot? He took it to a, oh. a, a pro, like a prop guy. Yeah, I would have them which fire. Somehow they, they know everybody <laughs> they they need whenever they find anything right. in these auctions. But um, they took it to a prop guy, Hollywood movie prop guy, and he said that. Similar items like this go for for anywhere from fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. But because it's her, it's going to go for nothing. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, so full of garbage, dude. He's, he's like, just being nice and gives them five bucks. He's <laughs> like, why did you bring this to me? Yeah, we will pay you to have Gross. those destroyed. <laughs> I don't care what you say. That's awesome. Those things would be going in this room. Oh yes. Uh, you can't tell me that's not cool. I just want to take that's these home and wear them around my house. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I just hate them. I hate them. <laughs> no, that's what I see you doing. Them. This phone wasn't even plugged in. <laughs> now back to uh, your originally scheduled programming. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so we catch up with the gang looking uh, around the, cra- the meteorite crash site. They find a space rock. They have a longer than necessary conversation about, so this thing came from outer space? Right. Yeah, and they're yep. just all handling it. It's an actual it. genuine sky rock. Yep. You mean this yeah, sucker was hot rodding around with the moon? Yeah, hot rodding. <laughs> That's nope. awesome. It's and it did go chunk, chunk of space. Yep. Yes, still, it came from space. It's I a mean, space rock. It's a meteorite. It was a comet. Don't get me wrong. It is cool, but I'm not touching it. No. 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 Especially after... You know well, I guess they don't know that that's what that came out of it. Well, that, that but I mean, I, I'm just talking about the radiation. Oh, you know how yeah, much radiation's yeah. in space? Yeah, that is true. A lot. Like I said, it could have been a gallons. big chunk of poopy. Yes. <laughs> ten gallons. There's at least ten gallons worth of radiation in at space. At least. Possibly more. Right. Possibly more, but at least ten. Which weighs about 50 bucks. 
They check out a nearby house. It turns out to be obviously the old man's house. They find his dog, um, and they take it with them because Jane yeah. is wanting to take the dog. And she cares more about this dog than she cares about any human in this movie. Yeah, Agreed. Seems like including it. her little brother. Yes. Right. Who she offered the dog to. Yeah. A, Which she didn't even have. Some sort of blood sacrifice yeah. or something. She made some promises in this movie that she was not sure if she could no. deliver. She knew. She knew she couldn't. Yeah. Don't ever, ever promise a child something, even if it's tangible, and you don't deliver on it. Yep. Because that's like. It makes you a horrible person. Yeah. And we will find you. It's called life lessons. Yeah. So, wait, to the kid or to the... To the kid. Wait, who's who's the disappointment and who's disappointed in that? Because the kid could be disappointed that he didn't get a dog, or she could be disappointed in herself. Life can be full of disappointments. Well, all right, then. Mm-hmm. There we go. It was the Life 50s, I guess. for that kid, yeah. It was a rough Are we one. just blaming the decades as we go through them? <laughs> it was the I 50s. Don't. It get was your, the 80s. Get your it was the 70s. nowadays. Yeah. Times keep changing, Craig. Yeah, kid. Life sucks Can't sometimes. wait to see what comes next decade. Uh, so Nurse Kate comes back to the doctor's office. She's in this movie, but for about 30 seconds. When they go to check on the old man, he's been completely absorbed by the blob. We don't even see him anymore. It's just no. the blob. He gone. And it's getting bigger. It gets bigger every time it absorbs something. Imagine if it absorbed me. That I think would... probably be like the size of the couch. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. He says, get trichloracetic acid. I don't even think that's a thing. This is, yeah, it is. Is it really? Yeah. It says, it's a weak acid used to treat... Genital warts. Why did he have an entire jug of that just chilling in his office? Wow. I have no idea. I was just I was just looking through there. I'm like, that is hilarious. Gentle acid that Wait. was rampant around that area. Wait, so literally to treat that, this guy's literally putting acid on that. Whatever you do, don't get it on your hands. Well, just don't. Well, you're using it on your genitals. Yeah, we watched that stuff start smoking when it hit the floor. Yeah. Oof. Could you imagine that on your no genitals? No. If no, obviously none of us, but like yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously none of us have genital awards, Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> You're denying that. What's going on here? <laughs> You're very defensive about that, Chantel. Uh, Do you have a story for us? No. Okay, that's that's probably good that you don't have a story for us. Just thinking of all those weird videos. <laughs> what kind of videos are you watching? Don't worry about it. I, I, I am worried about it. Unrelated, though, where might I get some trichloracetic acid? I'm asking for a friend. Right. Uh, it doesn't work. There's no way that they still use that to this day. I'm sure it's mixed in with stuff. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Dr. Hallen goes to get a gun when he comes back. I, lo- I love, like, after she dumps that stuff on it, she's like, I don't think anything can be stopped. I got it. A gun. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it. That's yeah. the, the- that's the answer. Right. Because we want little pieces of it all over. <laughs> right. <laughs> he comes back. Nurse Kate didn't do much to avoid the blob. And no. Nothing. He got Nurse Kate. No. She was pretty much useless like most this part uh, B movie you women know what? in these movies. You know what? She came into work after her shift was over. So. And died. And no, died. She yeah. did do that. However, she could have done a lot more to have stayed alive because it's not like it, the thing was that quick. It's not fast. So How she was not get away from it. But think about this. He's on this side this. of this threshold of the door, the, the frame. Right. She's inside of the room. All she has to do is literally just walk maybe two feet around the corner of the door or that door frame, and she's right in the same room as him. And she's like, oh, doctor, I'm so scared. What do I do? Like, no, you're going to die. I That's want actually to, a really good impression. I want you to die if you're going to be this ignorant. So. Oh, bye, doctor. I'm leaving. Should I yeah. swan dive into the middle of it? Yes. 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 Do it. 
The so he shoots work. the gun at it. Doesn't it. work. Uh, Steve comes back to the doctor's office. No one's answering the door. Um, he goes around the corner to check the garage and sees through the back window that um, it is attacked. Doctor Hallen and yep. we see it really briefly. Basically, right. looks mm-hmm. like it's on his head and his and arms, then yeah. and then he moves away from the window. Yeah. Apparently, this yeah. there was a lot more to this scene that they ended up having to cut. I was gonna say I couldn't find anything, but yeah, I, I oh. guess it was supposed to be like what Steve said. Saw like saw the right. He saw Steve, the doctor dissol- get dissolved or something. Right. Yeah. Steve a couple different times recounts what he saw with Doctor Hallen, and he says he yeah basically that it disintegrated him, completely absorbed him, and I kind of would have liked to have seen that cutscene. Oh yeah, me I too. wonder if that exists somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Like that. Yeah. The like Cronenberg that. director's oh. cut. Oh. The blob by, a by Cronenberg. That's a fantastic idea. I was thinking of that Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> That's instantly what I thought of. I'm thinking of the Simpsons episode where Homer eats the blob. <laughs> and it starts seeping out of his ears and nose and he snorts it back up. And he's oh. like, if I can keep Arby's down, I can keep you down. <laughs> oh, That's, That's true, though. Must eat. Then poop, then eat some more, <laughs> whatever he says. So we're at the police station. Um, one of the police officers is playing chess. Apparently, they don't get a lot of action around there. In what, Bakersfield, Pennsylvania? Right, maybe. Nah. <laughs> Steve comes bursting in, says, Doc Hallen's been killed. They obviously don't believe him. I get it. You're a small town. You probably don't get a whole lot of action. But if someone comes bursting through your doors yelling that someone's been killed, you probably have to take that seriously. You'd think so. I don't know. Maybe kids, like. Playing pranks or something, right? But but it's like it's like I said when we were watching it. You know, you don't have anything going on. At least it's something to do, right? Right. Dave, the police chief, is there. One of the other officers is just insistent that Steve is lying. Oh yeah, his his wife got hit by a seventeen year old on on the turnpike. Did anyone uh, catch that line? Oh no. Yeah, he said that's why that guy is so quick to point the blame at teenagers or call them lying is because I guess his wife. She couldn't drive and yeah, another the teenager. plot line that went nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, there was so much filler in those movies. It really was. Full I mean, this is blob. this is honestly like a 45-minute story. Yeah. They go to investigate Dr. Hallen's office anyway. Dave insists that they go. The officer still thinks it's Steve and his friends. How, do, how They go into the doctor's office, and they end up in Dr. Hallen's office. He's not there, but the office is completely ransacked. And locked. And locked from the inside. So the officer has to go out and break a window to get in. Still thinks it's Steve and his friends playing a prank. Like, if Steve was playing a prank, why would he come to the police station and... Narc on himself. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, because he he even said, like, you know, the window was locked. Door's locked. Yeah, the door's locked from the inside. It's like, there's no way. This must have been, like, an elaborate plan just to play a prank. Who has that much time? And then, uh, Chorus Leachman comes in. Yeah. Mrs. Porter... (laughs) Gosh. An old woman in a robe. Does she live in this house? Is this like a, a doctor's office? Is this like an apartment? I think he was. I think he was like on the phone with her. Like I felt like he was, but I'm saying, door. where does she come from? Did I she, felt like she was next door nowhere, because she said know. that the the boys downstairs keep playing loud TV shows with guns. Right. Yeah, because yeah, because they're asking her, if, you know, if she heard a gunshot or something. Yeah. yeah, Doc Hallen, she says, is apparently at a Bratwurst festival in Johnsonville. <laughs> yes. yes. Yep. Sign me up. I would actually go I'm to there. that. No, he's at a <laughs> medical convention in Johnsonville. Oh, I was like, how did I get the one line but miss that key yeah. detail? 
Chantel yeah. heard son, <laughs> heard uh, heard Johnson, and he was there. No, I, <laughs> he. Uh, this lady name. seemed like she was all on board to making these kids look like liars. Yeah, she's you know, like, nope, nope. He's definitely in. Well, well, Steve here tells us that Doctor Hallen's been killed. No, that's impossible. I'll bet if we looked in the garage, his car would still be there. Well, he sometimes yeah, rides yeah, with he gets a ride to the medical convention. She was making herself a suspect yeah. at that point oh, in my yeah, mind. Was. I was like, "You're about to get because on top up. of that, she's insisting on cleaning up the uh, yeah, right. the crime yeah. scene, yeah. the yeah. office. You yeah. got your job to do, officer. I got mine. I'll just dust around the fingerprints in the, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Stop. Dust around fingerprints. Yeah. She's going to dust around the You're like 75 years old. Like, stop. You <laughs> Go don't to have... bed. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? Like, let's, let's check your eyesight real quick. She needed to be in cuffs. That's all. Yes. Gosh. Yep. For being seen. She's at least suspect. Let's see. An auto mechanic yes. ends up getting blobbed. No, I mean, this was like a 10-minute scene, and it really didn't go anywhere. He's, yeah. he's talking about going and getting drunk on a camping trip. He wants the other auto mechanic to go. They're wrapping up for the night. He's still working under a car. The auto mechanic says he's not going because his wife won't let him. He leaves. The other guy's still making fun of him while he's under the car. Complains about his boss and gets eaten by the blob. I yep. mean, there's really, that's all there is. Like, I'm I, I, I really could care less about right. this guy. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the scene's, uh, what, probably yeah. three yeah, or four minutes married. long. <laughs> you're a loser. <laughs> yeah, it's like a five-minute scene, and it doesn't. Doesn't need to be? No. Yes, it sucks. that Filler. I, Yep. I lie next to a woman every night. Yeah, I'm a loser. You're going to go out in the woods and get drunk by but yourself. You know what? I know who's on me, who's in my bed. He straight said he was going to go drink bathtub gin. Yep. I'm good. Yep. And I'm not nope. getting blobbed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go back to the police station. Uh, Jane's dad shows up. Steve's dad also shows up. Both dressed to the nines. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like midnight and they're in the suit and tie. They're ready for church. Yeah. They're about to go to the bank and take out a mortgage. Like, What if that old lady... <laughs> What if the old lady from the doctor's office walked into there, into the, the station, and then just melted down into the blob? That would be awesome. Oh, it was her. It was her the whole right. time. Yeah. Yep. It's an open and shut yep. case, Johnson. Saw this once when I was a rookie. Yep. Uh, the police explains what's going on, tells the two fathers to take their kids home, so they do, and the police are getting phone calls from people that heard gunshots. Mrs. Porter said, well, they asked her if she heard gunshots because- when they were looking at Dr. Hallen's shotgun, they could tell it had been fired. And she says, oh, I might have, but those kids downstairs, they play the radio and TV so loud, I hear gunshots and screaming no. all the time. Okay, you would, you would know different. You would feel a shockwave through your chest. Yeah, one thing I picked up on in this, uh, while their fathers were in the uh, police station with them, uh, Steve's dad's like, well, my son's not privy to lying or making up stories, so this has to be real. Right. And the police officer's like, Oh, okay. It's all the evidence well, we need. Must be true then. for it. Like, really? It, it was that easy? Yep. <laughs> Dad, I totally killed that old guy. It was me. I got your back. <laughs> uh, there's people calling into the police station now saying that they did hear gunshots. We cut to Jane's house. She is sneaking out. Oh, her little brother. Mm-hmm. He's insufferable. He's just a kid brother. A little kid brother. He wants is to it, go. Is it, is it bad that I actually wanted this kid to die? <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. I mean, it's it's a movie. I mean, real life, no. He's but supposed to be movie. cute. He's like he's like nineteen fifties cute. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. ever see little kids in movies from like the fifties and sixties, and you're like, like I always found uh, uh, Richie from the Dick Van Dyke show obnoxious. Yeah, 
and he's supposed to be like the cutest right. thing. And oh, he drives or, me or nuts. Like, leave it to Beaver. But those two were actually <laughs> smart kids. This kid looked like he would have been on the short bus. Yeah. <laughs> like he wants he to go too. He wants to go so he can guard his sister. It's like oh, it's so cute. But it's it's not. It's not. He's annoying. He has a lisp. Yeah. It's you, very, <laughs> very frustrating. He's annoying you, because he has a no, no. I mean, on top of that, that. In addition to being annoying, <laughs> he has a speech impediment. Nothing wrong with that, but when you combine that with being like a six-year-old and like a ten-year-old's body. he um, So she promises she's going to bring him back a dog. So here she's making a promise that she is probably quite sure she can't no. deliver on. Oh and, by, oh, and by the way, he could not. he could not be more loud. No, right. he's trying to be he quiet and everything. A, he doesn't That's have believable, a, a silent though. mode. Yeah, it's kind I of have like, a, a four-year-old, and that is hey, very where are you accurate. going? Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the scream whispering. Yes, what should I name the dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what happened to the dog? It ran off at one point. So she's she wants to find it because she cares more about the dog than Human Steve life. or anyone else in the yeah. movie. So she obviously says, you can't go. You have to stay here. So Steve also sneaks out, and um, then they get together, and then there's like a 10-minute scene of them standing outside. Because, of course, there is. Recapping what's already happened, trying to I know decide this. if they believe what's actually happened or if they're going crazy. Steve is just like monologue. I, I mean, Steve McQueen's a great actor. He he's, is. he's acting well here. It's just a monologue. It's that unnecessary. Had, that had to have been a later, like an additional scene. After they got in, they're like, We've only got like 80 minutes of footage right. here. And this is probably pretty standard for that time, but Jane has nothing to do in this movie. Like, no. she's attached to Steve no. the entire time. Right. And she does a good job in the screen time that she's given, but like, she's mostly just standing behind Steve. It's, oh, it's no. annoying. Yeah. Where's the dog? Right. Yeah. Well, what do you expect in these 50s right. you know, horror films? Ultimately, they decide that if they're going to get people to believe them, they need to find this thing themselves so that they have proof. They um, put it in the cage. Uh, Jane suggests that they get help, and they should go to the theater and get Tony Mooch and Al to help them. So the they go and is, get the dog. Probably would have been better off if they just left him at the cabin. They go and get they them from have. the theater. Yeah, they probably would have. Steve and Jane go to get Tony Mooch and Al out of the theater, and the couple of girls that are with them. So they go outside, and Steve's explaining what's going on. They don't believe him at all, and then he says. No, no, I'm serious. And then all of a sudden, they, they're just totally on board, running like door to door, telling people to come, warning people yeah. that there's a monster on the loose. Yeah, they like Tony goes to a house party. They make fun of him. Uh, Mooch and Al interrupt a couple making out in the woods. That was unnecessary. Yeah, where did that come from? Oh, sorry, we're looking for a monster. Yep, you're getting punched uh, in the face. Well, your monster well, right here. Yeah, I was going to yep. say, what, what do you mean? Do you realize how much time you took away from me? Have to be back by ten thirty. <laughs> now this is happening. I'm getting grounded for sure. So Steve and Jane end up finding the dog uh, outside the grocery store. It's his dad's store, so he realizes it shouldn't still be open um, unless he's in the Robin and himself. So they go in and look he around, knows. and uh, Jane ends up finding the blob, and she faints because women in the fifties just right. fainted anytime yep. they got scared. Uh, Steve carries her to safety. He carries her to the safety of the walk-in freezer. Now we're safe. Yeah, no way out. So it's the blob starts oozing under the door and almost immediately backs back out. Right. 
And Jane is just so terrified for the dog at this point. Also. Right, you hear the dog barking, and she's just screaming, the dog, the dog, oh, Steve, the dog, over and over again. First now, off. Yeah, yeah. what are we going to do? It's not my you know dog. What? It's not your dog. Literally, we just found this dog. You know what? How about this? You go out and get the dog. I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> yes. Yep. Equality? <laughs> yep. So there you go. <laughs> We've got some foreshadowing here. Uh, spoiler alert, the blob doesn't like cold. That's what Steve is figuring out. So they go out, they sneak out of the freezer, they end up getting out of the store, they immediately run back into their friends at the store, and they say, oh, uh, yeah, we saw the dog running down the street, so thank God Jane's dog isn't getting It's not even her dog. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be her brother's dog. Yeah. It's not even, it's that old man, well, I guess I'm pretty sure she would throw Steve and her brother into the blob to save that dog. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'd definitely say her brother. Steve has t- <laughs> Steve has Tony uh, call the police. Um, they still don't believe them. So Steve says, we got to wake this whole town up. So they decide to start blaring car horns and somehow getting alarms and tornado sirens and airstrike warnings to go off in the town. I'm not yeah. sure how they do all that. But, but it's waking people up around the town. There's a funny scene. An old couple wake yeah. up in bed. The man yeah. says... That's an air raid. That's an air raid. He runs in and gets his air raid helmet. Air raid helmet. And then he says, that's the fire alarm. So he goes back in and gets his fireman's helmet. He goes, I don't know what to wear. (laughs) I mean, that was kind of, that was. Is it a helmet? A helmet? Wouldn't the air raid helmet be a little bit more durable than the firefighter's helmet? So it wakes everyone up. Jane's parents realize that Jane and Danny are missing. They find Danny on the couch sleeping, says he's trying to guard everyone. Just more of them trying to show how cute this kid He's is. He's not. Yeah. This kid probably has like almost zero like defense mechanism. Yeah. So the police are mad. He had a cap gun. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And so he th- the people in town end up uh, congregating out front of the grocery store. The police show up. They're not happy. Steve's trying to talk to everybody. Dave, the police chief, shows up and he believes Steve. So he tells all the people they need to quietly go back to their homes he goes, I don't know what's going on, but it's something that could be dangerous. So all of you just go back to your homes quietly while we leave town. Yep. Push and shove! Push <laughs> and shove! Every man for himself. So let's <laughs> chop her out of Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You wouldn't, you wouldn't like sound all these alarms to wake everybody up just for a gag. Right. So Steve thinks the monster's in the grocery store. The police check the grocery store and there's nothing inside. The blob has actually gone to the movie theater at this point. You want to see a movie? Yeah. It absorbs the, it it oozes into the projection booth and it absorbs the projectionist. Daughter of horror, I don't know. Robots and vampires. Yes. Uh, Oh. Yeah, one of those posters out there was, um, oh, what was that called? Forbidden Planet. It was pretty, it was pretty famous at at that point. So anyway, the uh, the blob attacks the movie theater. Yeah, it kills the uh, projectionist. Yeah, yeah. You know, people come running out of the movie theater. The police run in. Dave comes out and says, "It's the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life." I want to see what he saw. Yeah, we just see one of the officers trying to fight through the crowd coming out. How many people are in this movie theater? First of all, I right. think it was like all, it seemed like half the town was. Yeah, there, there was like twenty five thousand yeah. people pouring out of this. Movie <laughs> Whatever the crowd was that formed in front of the. A uh, store. Yeah. When he told them to go home, they all just went to the theater. Is what I think. <laughs> is that what <laughs> happened? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, oh, it's just like it's just like here. Did you notice about half the people running out of the theater were smiling and laughing? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're about to die. <laughs> uh, we're about to look, we're gonna be in a movie. We're in a movie. <laughs> Cut. Did you see about 
half of the extras were smiling and laughing. We don't have time yeah. to reshoot. Yeah. There's no, there's no uh, video quality that's going to pick that up. It's right? Fine. Yeah. They're smiling in terror. Ah ah ah! Ah! You didn't say the magic word. Unless they invent uh, uh, something uh. called Blu-ray, right. we should be fine. Right. Yeah. So the, the so Dave runs in first, and he comes out and says, "It's the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life." What in God's name did he see? Uh, he just saw the blob, I guess. This was the first time he saw Shelley Duvall. I didn't know American. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was that projectionist. Just I, was <laughs> I didn't know American Beauty had come out that year. I was going to say, that's what Kevin Spacey, right? Yeah. We then see the blob yeah. come pulsating out of the theater. This is where you see, like, thumbprints in it. Oh, oh yeah. John Tell noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, subtle. Just look at it as the blob turns and hits the light you're gonna see little grooves of a finger of a thumbprint it came from outer space who are we to say that there's not invisible aliens moving it around like meeting it and forming it yes no that's stupid. and all that's being left is his fingerprints <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense though so <laughs> totally <laughs> jane's little brother danny comes out of nowhere with a cap gun and tries shooting it yep and, uh, all right kid you just let him shoot it john till this is called natural selection. His fight or flight hasn't kicked in yet. Right. Because he is missing like a chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> is that the chromosome that's missing? I'm just, the fight I'm, or flight chromosome? Yeah, I'm trying to stay, steer away from a certain see, phrase and word. See, John Tell. So James, I like me. I'm going to do whatever I can to protect me. Yeah. Right. right. I, I, Shoot I, I at something with, with a fake gun. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's why you said, would I, would I have helped that kid? No, I would have probably pushed him in there. So Jane and Steve grab Danny and run into a diner, and the right I'm as the kidding. blob is attacking the diner. You, no, 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 no. Danny ran in there. Jane told him no, and he ended up going in there anyway. <sighs> Danny is the worst. Dumb kid. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm like, screw you. I, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. So the, the blob attack, they picked the worst place for sure. One less thing mom and dad have to worry about. <laughs> the blob just surrounds the, and, and covers itself in... Um, Covers the diner. Yeah. Of all places, yeah, why? So the cook and his right. wife are inside there. I don't think they speak English. Um, I mean, that's out just, of, I mean, if the kid went in there with those two, I mean, obviously this, that's one yeah, less thing people have. It's starting to get in. The police says, get me a, get me on the line with the, the diner. So Steve answers the phone, says it's surrounding us. We don't have long. There's not much time. He said, the, the Dave, the police chief says, we're going to, Try one more thing. We're going to drop a power line on it. Nice. So he, he says, get to the cellar. Nice. We're going we're gonna to drop the power line in 60 seconds. So Steve and Jane and foreign diner couple <laughs> and Danny go down to the cellar. The officer shoots the power line, lands on the blob, doesn't do Oh, good. Now we've electrified. We ain't going to miss. Great. And we've lit the diner on fire. I guess he didn't miss at Great. all. It just did nothing. Wonderful. Yeah. Grand. <laughs> Now, just now you can get off. Ass- assimilated and electrocuted. Yes, yes. <laughs> at the same time. Great. It's like the what's that? The the triple double, Craig. What were you calling that? Oh, oh the, the, the triple one. play, the triple decker. <laughs> <laughs> so the diner's now on fire. So they're getting um, smoke inhalation in the cellar. It's yeah. not looking good. The no. blob's starting to come down the stairs. Looks like they're finished. Yep. Right. Why wasn't Danny running back and forth, like, clapping? And, yeah, like, go clapping? Shoot, shoot it with your cap gun. <laughs> no, he can't because he threw it at the blob. Oh, great. He's not getting that back. <laughs> no. So the diner owner is trying to use a fire extinguisher on part of the fire that's gotten to the cellar. 
and it gets the blob to back up. So Steve realizes, oh, that's why he wouldn't come into the freezer. It can't stand the cold. The CO2. Cold temperatures. Right. So he starts yelling up the stairs um, into the phone where the officer is still on the on the line with him, saying we need CO2. So uh, I would have called Jack for a bunch of townspeople. <laughs> There's a firefighter here who is less than useless in no. this movie. At one point, there. Uh, Dave asks him, what do we do about the fire? And the firefighter's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know how to put out a fire? Like, this uh, guy, do, you not no, do you not notice the ginormous blob thing that's right. all over the diner? Then this he says, guy literally you, snuck into the firehouse and just says, put on a uniform. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so then Dave hears that they need CO2. So he says, ask the firefighter, do you have CO2 uh, powered Fire extinguishers. You're like, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple of them. Like, <laughs> what? Need, what are you doing? Right. Where's our taxpayer money going? We need. <laughs> I don't know. Do firemen usually use like CO2 tanks? And probably back know. then, are all fire extinguishers like that, or is it a certain? Not type? all of them. They, yeah. they're, oh, they're kind of getting that? phased out, like from the mid. That's what I didn't get. I can't. From like the thirties. From the thirties on, they had um, compressed water tanks. Uh, I see. Well, no, I was just wondering, like, why why is he specifically saying CO2? Just right. get a fire extinguisher. Right. So they end up using uh, fire extinguishers on the blob. CO2 ones. Shrinks it right. enough for yeah. our heroes to get out of the window. Our heroes and Danny to get out of the window. Oh, yeah. I just don't want him, people to be mistaken and think that I'm including Danny in, with our heroes. Oh. <laughs> he um, got out and ran to his parents. So you're yeah. saying he was unhelpful? No. Right. Okay. Yes, gotcha. If I was those parents, I would have beat him right <laughs> like how did he get away away from their their care is what i want to know well he was yeah they were sitting on the couch with him and the next thing we know he's off by that's himself true. throwing yep. cap guns at a <laughs> at a, <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a amorphous monster. blob yeah. Yeah. stop they have frozen the blob at this point and dave tells i don't know who he's on the phone with the president <laughs> i guess probably the, the military Guard, I don't yeah. know. that they what need to take things? it up to the arctic somewhere where it'll stay cold and so Steve gets out and talks to Dave, and Dave says, I don't think it can be killed, but we've got it stopped. Take it back to space. Yeah. What if the rocket explodes? As long as... Take it to the sun. As long as the Arctic the stays cold, and then we get a shot of a parachute dropping the remains of the frozen blob into the Arctic ice. I wish that... The Which thing is what sets up the movie, The Thing. Yep. Ah! Full circle. Well, yep. I love when yep. when they come full circle. Even though, you know, it was supposedly there for, what, 50,000 oh, yeah. years? And yep. the whole spaceship. Yeah. 100,000 years, yeah. Another thing. Other that, than that, perfect. Roll credits. Yep. This Question movie, mark. This movie gets a, a C minus. Let me give it a C minus. Mainly because of. C minus. Yeah, I mean, there was the, it was it was another dry movie. There wasn't a lot of moisture to it. <laughs> what about the blob itself? The, I'm sure it was some moisture yeah. to it. Uh, you know does it, get, does it give it a C then? But it seems suffocating, you know. You don't have your, your, your fun score for this one? Yeah, give me a second. How many chicken feathers um, did this get? I went. I gave this one a C plus. It was fun for its time. I liked the 50s aesthetic. I mean, it was made in the 50s, but it was fun to watch. I'd give it, yeah. It was original. Yep. C plus, B minus range. It was a, it was a good... For what it is, it's it a was good too movie. long. I, it I was can't bring too it long. Into the B range because it was too long. But this would have been really cool to see in the. Th- in I think the nostalgia drive. for me. Yeah. I remember yeah. watching this when I was little, so that's probably part of it. But what? good movie, but like 
I'll give it two Steve I'm McQueens. Two that. Steve McQueens. It gets two Steve McQueens. Two hot rods. The, what's the best well, amount of Steve McQueens you can have? 67. 67? Yes. A two out of 67? So it's like a, a .025. It was pretty bad. On the regular The only reason they got the other Steve McQueen is because Steve McQueen was in it. Ah. So. Got you got, I got one off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> and then it only scored an additional Steve McQueen. Yeah. Peter, what did you give it? Uh. Oh, this was a B movie to me. There you go. No, that's no. That I get. I give about probably a C. <laughs> this would definitely be one to watch in the drive-in, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This would be a fun one to watch. Pretty much. This I think a good a throwback for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're starting our uh, next, next month, month. Starting our haunted house theme. So stay oh. tuned for that. Let us know what you thought. Anyone out there that's seen this movie before? Like you want us to cover more like this? Do you like the classic horror movies? Send us a comment on Facebook. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're going to anyway. But. Send, send us a comment on Facebook. Let us know if you want John Tell to stay in a haunted house by himself. Like us on Facebook. You have uh, to send a check first in the mail. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button to get updates on upcoming content. Anytime we drop something new. We got big plans coming for you. Big plans. Big yep. ones. As always, stay tuned. Stay scared. Thanks for dropping by. See ya.